0: We're all professional naturalists who together have scoured the world for weird and wonderful wonders just to please your mammalian brain's desire for novelty. Isn't that nice? Let's do this. Hello everyone, welcome to a very special edition of the podcast. This is episode 57. And you might be thinking, why why is that special? That's not a very interesting but tur- number. It's there just are 50-
1: episode 57. Who cares?
0: Right, exactly. Well, you may have noticed that uh, there are 52 weeks in a year, correct?
1: Yes. Last time I checked.
0: Yes. Very good. I'm glad the answer was yes. Uh, And then when we started this podcast, we actually did the first five episodes all at once. So we did episodes one through five right on day one. So there's a bunch of content for people to digest and get to know. Some of you have been with us from the very beginning. So thank you so much for doing that. But what that means is that episode 57 is our one year anniversary. Woohoo!
2: Yay! Yay!
0: So exciting, this actually marks the beginning of season two of the show. And we wanted to do something a little bit different, a little bit special, a little bit strange, if you will. (laughs) And we've spent the year talking about a lot of weird, strange stuff on this show, but by far, I, I know, and Victoria, you know, and Rachel, you know, the strangest thing on this show is the host
1: yeah we're pretty bizarre Mm. but we don't ever
0: we don't ever talk about about us so this week we thought it'd be fun to give the audience a little insight into uh us your hosts and to do that we have brought along a very special guest another naturalist from the field a man who uh unfortunately does need an introduction because you guys don't know him yet (laughs) mr brett w sieberer uh is this the part where i start talking This is where you start talking, Brett. Oh, oh, oh,
3: okay. Well, hi. Hey, Uh, you know what? I am super (laughs) happy to be here. Thank you for asking me to to be a part of this. I have listened to each and every one of these episodes. Uh, I look forward to it. I love it. And yeah, when you guys said, hey, we've got this idea about having you come on and ask us some questions so that our listeners get to learn more about us, I said, yep, in. Definitely.
0: Now, Mm -hmm. one of the... One of the sort of premises of, our, of, of this show is that each week when we show up, we do not know what topics the other people are going to do. We like to be surprised by what's going to happen each week. And this week, we are going to be very surprised because we have no idea what's about to happen. We threw this over to Brett and said, hey, you come up with questions you want to ask us. Do not tell us what they are. Ask whatever you want. And so that's, that's what you
3: did, right? Uh, that is exactly what I did. What not... I did. Um, it's, uh, I, I sat and I thought about this for a while. I'm not going to lie. I've already told you, I've listened to all the episodes and these questions are me flexing my fanhood for sure. I have dabbled (laughs) in and around topics that you have brought up and I thought, well, we got to listen to you talk about, you know, things that each other was presenting and we got to feel a little bit of, you know, maybe kind of your true thoughts about whatever it was, but I think there's more to some of these topics that we could learn about all of you and kind of your true feelings about some of them. So that's okay. what I tried to do uh, with putting together these questions. So, All right, well, we're going to turn things over to Brett. Go ahead, take it away. Can I just say, I'm nervous. All right, I'm so nervous. we have five questions tonight. Um, a couple of them are of the Would You Rather variety. I did. <laughs> I did throw <laughs> one in. The third question is more... I think job and/or your experience as a naturalist related. A nice little reprieve from some of the more bizarre questions I'm going to ask. Um, I okay. am oh I
2: Excellent. am
3: particularly proud of the fifth and final question, so we'll <laughs> leave it at that. Uh, that is called a you know a tease, if you will. Um, so
2: more nervous. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, well, Rachel. You should be
3: because I believe question number one you probably should answer first, right. uh, Seeing as. This question involves two topics that you brought up and taught us more about. Um, this is a "Would You Rather." All right, let's um, go. So there was an episode where you, you you often send each other emails and you have each other look at pictures. And when some of these pictures right. are hideous, I love hearing the responses of "Oh my!" Like <laughs> what is that? And the one <laughs> that stands out to th- me I the most. I think I know where this is going. Yeah. Uh, um, was of course the gob faced squid. Yes. <laughs> um, oh. yeah. So, my question is would you rather mm-hmm. kiss a gob faced squid oh. Oh. or <laughs> bathe in a tub full of hagfish slime? Hagfish.
1: Oh, hagfish. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, that's a good question. I mean, the godface squid
3: has those weird teeth-like thing it's probably mm-hmm. going to try to bite you with. Um, that's true. I don't, now, now but, the godfish squid is also very
1: small. It is small. so small.
3: It is very yeah. small.
0: So, like a
2: couple. Cu- mm. A correction but, and a question, wh- wh- though. I brought the hagfish. <laughs>
1: You did. Victoria brought, brought the hag. Yeah, fish. I brought the hagfish. Oh, but oh, my dude, question
3: is, okay, so I was just very Rachel excited. got really excited about the hagfish though, right? <laughs> yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, I think Rachel, I think it was Victoria's topic, but Rachel was like falling out of her seat excited <laughs> about the topic. So I that's that, that's cool. probably why you made that. That's what I remember.
3: Now, am I correct in My question that the gob face squid. And my apologies, Victoria, for not getting correct that you were the one that that broached that subject. <laughs> But does the squid not use that opening for multiple things?
1: Yes, it does. That is their it's okay, a squid. so, so it's multiple. <sighs> that's their beak. It's a modified beak. So. So it's going to sure. be
0: really bad breath. Like very, yeah. very bad. breath. I mean, yep.
1: you didn't say where I had to kiss it, so I could kiss it on. I said on the mouth. Oh, on the mouth. On the mouth, Ooh. Rachel.
3: Yeah. Or the, or yeah, whatever else the you would label that opening.
1: The, the opening. Yeah. That's how I would label it as the opening. Are, are we
3: are we talking
1: like are we
0: to imagine this is an actual god face squid or like a a human face size god face squid? Are we, are we this is like a mythical one that's been enlarged so that it's like human mouth
2: it's size? Horrifying. You know what?
3: You choose. Would you like to kiss the little <laughs> okay. version
0: or the larger version?
2: I guess. No. <laughs> I have I have another question. Uh, is the tub just the slime, or does it still have the hagfish in it?
3: Uh, the hagfish have been removed. It's just it's the, just slime. the okay. slime. Okay.
0: And is it this? Maybe this mm. is too too fine detailed, Brett. But is this uh, is this warm hagfish slime <laughs> oh, or is God. this cold hagfish slime?
3: <laughs> um, like bathtub <laughs> temperature? It's room temperature. <laughs> it sat in the tub for room a while. Room temperature. Yep. Okay. It's not warm. It's, cold. it's not cold. In other words.
0: Yeah, pretty cool. That's gonna make it grosser, I, I think.
1: I'm gonna kiss the gob-faced squid.
0: Okay.
2: All right. Yeah.
1: As cool as hagfish slime is, like, that is very viscous. Like, they're looking to try to, like, make fabrics and polymers out of that stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. I would much prefer to just have one one kiss with a gob-faced squid be done rather than trying to remove however much hagfish slime is all over my body, which is still amazing and so cool, and I love them so much, but... uh yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna kiss the gob-faced squid first.
3: Right, and hope yeah. it didn't have an accident when you went in for that. Exactly. Right. I.
0: I think. I think I might have to go with the same. Although I do think that taking a bath in the hagfish slime would be an interesting uh, sensory experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be willing to try. I think it would also be a very. Um, how do I put this? Very challenging cleanup.
1: <laughs> right like it's gonna be it's gonna be yeah you're
0: gonna be ruining towels and things like it's, it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna be awful whereas under like your Rachel fingernails said, these, just you never uh, gonna yeah, get the, rid of the, it the kiss would be over uh, fairly quickly
3: mm-hmm.
2: well as you say kirk it would be a really interesting sensory experience to be in a bathtub full of hagfish slime uh
0: i'm do not sure it's a good to, one but
2: do i have to submerse my whole body or can i just like sit in it
0: Ooh.
3: Uh, it's going to be more than a wade. I, mean, I would say you're going to be like up to your neck in hagfish slime. Yeah. To the neck. Okay. Yeah. I,
2: I was leaning towards the hagfish slime, but the more I think about getting it off my body, the less appealing that becomes. Right. If possible. Right. Uh, so I think I'm going to have to go <laughs> and make this a consensus decision here and say I'd rather kiss the squid. And, I mean, and I it's really a very a, small uh,
3: squid. It is very small. Yeah, yeah you can you can write. And it is make a, your mouth a brief really
2: pretty. Small, it's a to, brief to,
3: instant as yeah, opposed yes. to, yeah, the the duration of a commitment. bath would be so. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, good to know. Uh, yeah, that picture was terrifying. And I know when you saw it for the first time, <laughs> you all kind uh-huh. of felt the same way. Uh-huh. with Those weird. Yeah. <laughs>
0: for anyone that's newer to the show and has not heard that episode, like go back and check it out for sure. And then check out the pictures online of God face. It's on our social media. Uh, But probably don't, don't do it right before bedtime.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty rough. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: (laughs) All right. That's a good start. What's your, what else you got for us? All right. Well, you know, question number two, I would say is a, I mean, we were just talking about the squid and I guess it's main and/or only orifice, if you will, right? I mean, it kind of has the one. Uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah. you know, happen to be a big fan of the word orifice. It makes me laugh when I hear, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just it's, because it's, it's kind a of a name. silly word. And so, I want to know from you all if you had to switch the function. Of two of your orifices, <laughs> oh God! What would they be, and why? Now I tested this. What? I tested this question of my family, and one of them was smart enough to jump in with, "I just switched my two nostrils." No, we're not <laughs> just switching <laughs> nostrils or switching ears. There has to be a little bit oh. more involved with this. So, what two my orifices God. are you going to trade functions for? <laughs>
1: hmm. <laughs> Um. Hmm. Wow. Huh. That's a great weird question. Yeah.
3: I mean, you all talk a lot about the human body. I mean, and a lot uh-huh. of animals, and a lot of the kind of the weirdness around some of their bodily or their systems. And so, yeah, I just think you know, there's
0: maybe I've got an answer. I've go got an it. answer. I think it's an interesting one. I'm gonna go with the eyes and the ears. And the reasoning on this you is want to be a in nature, bird. you do often you do often see animals that have eyes on the sides of their head, mm-hmm. and what it gives them is 360 degree vision, which I think would be pretty cool to be able to essentially see uh, in 360 degrees at once. Uh, now you would be sacrificing some depth perception, obviously, just a little. Um, I. I'd probably never be able to drive a car again. But, you know, uh, if I had to make a choice, I th- maybe it's a temporary thing. I think that'd be a cool experience to be able to see 360 degrees. Um, it'd be pretty weird to have, like, your ear holes and your eye holes. Um, but, uh, I spo- wow, I suppose then if you keep your eyelids, whenever you close your, like, your eyelids – it would be like, you're like, no, 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 I'm not listening to you. You sort of close your eyelids and then you you wouldn't have to listen to somebody. So <laughs> that's that, an amazing that visual. Seems very useful. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that's my answer.
2: I was thinking I would switch my nose in my ears, actually, because I, I don't know. I feel like that would, it would certainly uh, not give you as good hearing because you couldn't pinpoint lo- the location of of what, where something was coming from. In yep. the same way but I feel like it would interfere with functions a lot less than some of the other choices like you can smell maybe more more stuff that's coming in from around you
0: yeah that and, was a better
2: answer uh then you can hear in the center of your face
3: I don't know I was gonna say I think the ears seems, like right up front would seems be, like it could be worse would be pretty astounding so I move All right Rachel uh
1: I I thought about this and there's some other well, that's what I that asked I you considered. to do, so. Um, but I think I would switch my mouth and my nose.
3: Kay. Kay. Okay. Because eh.
1: then I'm not messing with my hearing or my depth perception with my eyes. And I don't have to, like, it'd be cool to be able to see behind my head and everything. But I would just be able to, like, everything that comes up, I can sniff immediately. And if i really want to i could then touch my tongue to yeah. my nose and it'd be so cool to be able to touch my tongue to my nose
0: okay point point of clarification here though uh-huh. when you say switching the role of the orifice yes are you talking about switching switching the like switching the place so your mouth would be up on top and nose and the bottom No. You, the talking function. About you need to shove food yeah, you got to shove food up your nose then, Rachel. Oh. And you need to only, sm- yeah.
1: Oh. See what I'm yeah.
0: Although I think oh. I kind of cheated by saying I would be able to see out of my ears. I don't know how that would work. Uh-huh. But I'm, I mean, just... there'd be eyeballs in my ear holes. I think that yeah.
1: would still work. Okay, just... well I take but that. You got to shove a
3: hamburger up your nose. Then
1: uh, I take that back very immediately, and uh, there'd be I... a lot of
3: liquid diet with a straw up be... your nose. <laughs>
1: exactly which sounds awful i take it back i'm going to switch my eyes and my nose then because then i'm still it's still kind of the same general like i just have glaring holes and then i have really tiny eyeballs coming out of my nose and then be like "Mm -hmm." do you have tiny eyeballs
0: or like huge eyeballs shoved into your nostrils so they're
3: all flared out? that would
1: be uncomfortable amazing you could
3: clean your eyes like a lizard too then with your tongue, i could Oh, gross. <laughs> Maybe my sight would be Gosh. bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to make an observation that I noticed that we all stuck to the facial orifices.
0: Sure I, I, well, I,
1: I thought about it, and I... I could think
0: of nothing good coming of
3: any other... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, yeah, I, I, I thought about it. I figured
3: it would be more of a, a safe play on that. However, I, you know... Left it open just to see if anyone was willing to go in that direction. So
1: in a southerly nope. di- direction. you. Might it's a family
3: get. show. Yeah. I suppose. I suppose. All right, so the third question I have for you is one that, you know deals or more you know with each of you at your time spent as a naturalist. Um, we spend time around a ton of kids. And the kids often say amazingly hilarious things. Oh, the best. I want to know what's maybe the funniest or most profound thing a child has ever told you while you have been teaching. So funny or profound? Yeah, I mean, something that kind of just stopped you in your tracks. Um, Like, For example, um, when a child once said to me that I reminded him of his uncle and I said, oh, is it because of my voice is it because of my beard? And he's like, "Oh, it's your beard." But he's in prison too. <laughs> it, 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 in prison too. Uh. <laughs> I,
1: w- w- wait, what? <clears throat> You're well, to think of a yourself. couple.
0: I'm trying to think which ones are the, the most appropriate to share. Well, because kids say the darndest <laughs> they things. They do.
1: I will say the one that I always go to when I think of some of the funniest, one of the funniest things I think any kid has ever said, uh, to me at least. Um, I, because there's been some really profound moments of where kids are having those aha moments where they're just, this is really cool. But I think my favorite thing a kid has ever said. We were canoeing. It was really early on in my naturalist career. And um, <laughs> we were talking about the water watershed and how the water from Lake Independence goes to this other lake. It goes into Minnehaha. It goes into Minnetonka. And all. It just, well, it goes from Mini, Minnetonka to Minnehaha to the miss mississippi river and all the way down to the Me- gulf of mexico and we were just tracing that journey and this kid got so excited because we asked well where does the mississippi end and this kid was so excited they shouted just <laughs> Me- mexico fico
3: mexico mexico Mexico-golfico. <laughs> Nice. The <laughs> <account>. I remember <laughs>
1: looking <laughs> at the other I know anything else after this. <laughs> I remember looking at the other naturalists and just thinking like, oh, you're not you're wrong, the... <laughs> you're not right, but you're not wrong. <laughs> you have the spirit, we're gonna count it. And Outstanding it was, it was years ago, and I guarantee that kid. Probably doesn't remember it, but it is stuck with me for years. It's so good.
0: Well, I've got a similar story, but I'm pretty sure this kid remembers uh, what <laughs> he said. Uh, I, one of the coolest things I got to do uh, in my naturalist career was take a 15-passenger van full of middle school students <laughs> out to... Uh, the bottom left corner of North Dakota, we went out to Marmouth, North Dakota, out to the Hell Creek Formation to do a dinosaur dig for a week. That's and what I was going to guess. We working... do that's
3: dinosaur country. Yeah, right.
0: we were out there, basically in the very north part of the Badlands, uh, working with the Marmouth Research Foundation. And uh, we were literally, you know, going to dig sites and learning all about, um, like, how people find dinosaurs and dig them up and prep them and stuff. And it was it an was amazing, amazing experience. And one of the guys who worked there, uh, was doing a bit of a lesson for the kids um, and talking about, you know, why are dinosaur fossils found here? And it all has to do with the, the geologic history of the site and the fact that this used to be a swamp. Mm-hmm. And that swamp was where it was because the Rocky Mountains were rising up out of the ground uh, at the time, you know, was about 60-some-odd mm-hmm. million years ago. And they talked about how a mountain-building event is known as an orogeny. Uh, is when you have is a mountain range coming up. you told me this and, story. And so he kind of, he he, re, he retells the whole story and then said, and he did a great teaching technique, which is to then repeat and say, okay, now let's go through the story again and have you guys kind of repeat some of this back to me. And he, he's kind of repeating and he said now, and of course the swamp was starting to kind of change because of a big event happening out West, just West of here. what was happening. And this <laughs> middle school boy got so excited and he's like, oh, 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 I know. And he's like, yes, what is it? And he goes, the Rocky Mountain Orgy. (laughs) (laughs) And instantly realized what he had said. All the other middle schoolers are cracking up and dying. Uh, The, you know, our our host who we're working with, he was just dying. We were laughing, you know. And and he's like, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't. And the, the guy, the guy who was sort of the the um, – wasn't quite a naturalist. The guy who worked for the, the research foundation just kind of went, no, no, I like that. We're going to go with yep, that. That was yep, kind of his response. Good. He was like, you can't, you can't take that kind of thing back.
1: <laughs> nope. You're, you're. But I'm pretty sure
0: it. that kid is going to remember uh, accidentally blurting that out uh, for the rest of his life in front yeah. of his peers.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay, this is my least favorite kind of question because – I, as you guys know, I'm really, really good at remembering trivia. You are. Mm-hmm. And the oh, flip amazing. side of that is I'm really, really terrible at remembering like incidents and quotes. Solid. Yep. So I've been racking my brains and like, I'm not coming up with anything that I can remember that anybody said, which is ridiculous because be- kids say funny things all the time. And it just goes like in my brain and out. Right. hmm. I do remember an amazing incident that happened, though, which was um, that I was out with a group of kids, and we were heading down toward the lake at the nature center where I worked. And just out of the woods, this little bird flew and landed on one of the kids' shoulders and just perched there for about four seconds and flew off again. Wow.
1: That's so cool. It
2: was (laughs) amazing.
1: I don't even remember what kind of bird it was now, but yeah that's that changed that child's life
0: (laughs) i bet that was memorable you're a disney princess right i do incidentally have have a runner-up story that i i I can tell that maybe if since you couldn't think of one uh that involved kids saying something victoria i can throw this in because i was debating between these two and it was i was teaching a class and um We're talking about uh, mythical creatures like the 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 kraken, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like giant and giant uh, giant octopus and uh, and whatnot. I want to make sure the kids understood the difference between like an octopus and a squid and all these things. And I put this picture on the board of an octopus and I said, "Now, do you guys think this is an octopus or a squid?" And they're all like, "Octopus!" And I'm like, "Right, but why? Like, you know, and Mm how can you tell it's an octopus?" And one of the kids goes, "Because it has eight testicles."
1: Like um You're so close. <laughs> we're just gonna
0: and they were not little hit, kids and I'm and we're, still not we're just seeing like, them. where
3: where. It's like yes, yes.
0: Tentacles, good call. Mm-hmm. Eight tentacles, good, you're right. That's just we're just where we just we're, we right on kept going.
3: Oh Pretty I amazing. love those moments where I am <laughs> tested as to whether or not I can be the adult in the room. <laughs> <laughs> <Very much so. laughs> I, I, but Brad, that happens so little. <laughs> Right. I understand. But yeah, it's uh,
1: (laughs) no, because, yeah, often I just
3: want to die laughing. But I know that there are feelings involved (laughs) that the other everyone's watching. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, I love then going immediately. You're running back to the back room to share that story with another naturalist. Like, dude, guess what just happened?
1: There are several stories with you, Brett, that I when you asked that question, they immediately came up. But I I thought Mexico would be a little more timely for our purposes but there has been We some... didn't want
3: to talk about the time the kid asked whether or not we were going to see a dead body oh that hearing. was
1: one of the that was one of the stories that <laughs> uh-huh. definitely came up yeah
3: you gonna see a yep, dead well, body
1: i will maybe never forget that. <laughs> maybe on
3: a future episode all right yeah we'll,
0: we'll leave everyone in suspense on why the kid they thought why the kid thought they're
3: about to see a dead body as they were digging uh, yeah uh, just Spoiler, they didn't. That's the important thing. They didn't.
1: They did not, um, and there we received no complaints by any of the parents.
0: They did not find the remains of a dead human. That is true.
3: Correct. (laughs) All right, so moving on back into Bizarre Land, um, each and every week, your episodes, uh, you you definitely put thought into the titles. And uh, my favorite title to date is... (laughs) It makes me laugh every time I think about it. It was yeah. the A Wet Spot in the Savannah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And
3: that yeah, was one that I think
0: we, we, th- I think it was one where as we were recording,
3: yeah. once that was said, we all kind of went, That's it. Well, there's the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, that moment, like that episode and what I learned about hyenas. <sighs> It really, it stuck (laughs) with me because I just like, wow, that's, I I never knew. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. But what I want to know is this. Would you rather be shrunken down into a teeny tiny adult version of yourself, teeny, Uh and be birthed by a hyena? Or, or would you rather fight an emu with your bare hands? Wait, wait. And Whoa, be what by a hyena? Birthed, birthed as a birthed tiny by adult a version of yourself.
2: Got it. Got it. Okay. Or
3: are you going to go toe to toe with the bird with that an, an entire army couldn't eradicate in Australia?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could uh, win against do, an
3: emu. Do we get
0: to? Do we get to come back to normal size after having? Been birthed. Uh,
3: yes, yes. That is okay. a great. Uh, sorry, I left that small detail out. Yes. Is this
1: a fight to the death with the emu? <laughs> are we going to be attached
2: to an umbilicus <laughs> so that we this?
1: can. Or
2: yeah, can we this? breathe? Uh, uh, we we breathe? breathe. Dude,
3: hold on. <laughs> like, we find scuba two, gear? Two, what are we doing here? Two animals enter, one leaves. That's what you're asking. Yeah. What <laughs> is this? Well, like your like question. An, uh, we just want to clarify the parameters. Here. Is this like first blood <laughs> or what? <laughs> I guess. I just assumed that, like some animal fights, eventually the one that knows they're losing just tucks tail and leaves. I didn't need to see a death. I didn't anticipate death. Um, but I well, guess... Well, as we know, emus
0: are very hard to kill,
3: so... Uh-huh. Well, right. And so, yeah. I just think this is a tough decision that I'm curious to know what I, each and every I one love, of you think Oh, about. my God.
2: I don't know. that in are we going to be able to breathe...
3: In the hyena
0: situation, I like how you call it the hy- hyena situation.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you're going to survive. I know you said a lot of them didn't. You will survive the birthing of. Let's of, assume right? you have you, a little
0: you, tiny scuba tank. All
3: right. Well, and I then, am not yeah. much of a fighter. So I, I'm going to
2: be birthed by a hyena.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you choose the hyena situation. All right. Oh, you will be the wow. wet spot in the savannah. Pseudo penis. Right. That's right. Congrats. Uh, yeah.
1: I'm going to fight an emu. <laughs> I don't know if I can
0: follow you. Yeah, I can't follow you there. <laughs> I think uh, I'm going to fight the emu because I think,
1: again, I it would be over faster. That. I will lose against the emu, but I yeah, will not. Well you could
0: take one good emu. hit. You could take one good hit and bow out, it sounds like, when you realize, Brett said, once. One of the animals knows it's going to lose. It can it can run away, uh, although you know I I don't know, really, in the the real world. I mean, they were having they were trying to shoot these emu.
1: Yeah, they were and having
0: a very hard time doing that. They weren't trying to like box them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you walked up to an emu and they took a swing at them, I don't know that they're going to fight you as much as they're going to be like, what on earth? And I just, mean, like, run away. They might fight so you. I think I think I, think I try stand a chance. You
1: and like sure. Like, they have big clawed feet, so and talons and stuff. You talked too. about so, those claws. Yeah, I,
0: I do. Are there cases of emus attacking people? Is that a thing?
1: That's a good question. I don't know. Like a cassowary. Cassowary one, oh, yeah, oh, that, does.
0: I would never attack one of those.
1: I'm doing a quick Google.
0: To the Googles.
1: Yeah,
3: I mean, uh, I, I didn't... first that
0: comes up is a video called "When Emus Attack," and I, I see a giant emu chasing a man. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, YouTube is full of emu attack, one-eyed emu attack, emu attack. The, these are the titles I'm uh, seeing. Uh, someone says, they're... "What happens if an emu attack you?" They can run at 30 miles an hour. Uh-huh. If cornered, they kick with their big three-toed uh-huh. feet. Um, they're <laughs> capable of eviscerating animals under the right conditions. Yeah, see Victoria. However, the easy human way out, fatalities are extremely rare.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, but I still might
0: take my chance with it. The <laughs> <emu.
1: laughs> so they don't attack humans unless provoked.
0: Well, it sounds like you are provoking it. You're uh, walking yeah, up. i yeah, to fighting, I'm gonna fighting.
1: fighting. If that first emu? swing is
0: good enough, maybe they'll scare them off.
1: Um, I'm still going to like go toe-to-toe with an emu and see what happens. I'm probably going to become a new wet spot on the savannah. Because just (laughs) a wet spot in the outback. A wet spot in the outback. Yeah, just because.
0: Or a wet spot in Perth. I'm not sure. It's going to be a
1: Rachel puddle. Is what it is. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, But you know what? Uh, At least I won't have the. Is that the episode title? It's going to be a Rachel puddle. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I won't have the memory of being birthed by a hyena. So I will that's the thing. That.
0: I don't want, I don't want that memory. I don't either. I'm okay. Not
3: having, yeah, I'll go toe to toe with an yeah. emu. I just right. like how quickly Victoria came to the decision that I, I just, I don't have what it takes to face the emu. <laughs> so I'm going out the other way.
0: Oh, to be clear, yeah. we don't either. Oh, no thyself.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, I know in self be true. <laughs> uh. That was, that was outstanding. Um, I didn't really know what to expect with that question. However, however, I do feel my final question is is my personal favorite of this uh, of the grouping? Um, okay. There is a game that I think some of you are familiar with. Um, it involves three choices and three people and you have to choose one for each person.
2: Uh-huh. Um, yeah.
3: Now uh-huh. we can't play that game here on this show. it's, it's right. not it's not for this okay. show. However, yeah, I right. have my own version I have come up with.
1: Oh, that I okay. feel is far more
3: appropriate. This uh, game is right called here. Eat, Ride, or Jacket. Eat, Ride, or <laughs> Ride or Jacket? jacket. Or Jacket. I'm going to give you three animals, and you must choose <laughs> which one you're going to eat, which one you're going to ride, to and ride. which one you're going to make a jacket out of.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going Corolla on it. Got it. Right.
3: Your options are as follows: okay, a platypus, a manatee, Ooh. and a zebra. Ooh. Eat rider jacket, platypus, manatee, zebra. Oh well.
0: Through. <laughs>
1: My immediate thought was to ride the manatee.
2: Mine too, actually. Yeah. I'd like to ride the manatee. I think but I want to ride the close to the surface, I think.
1: But at the was same Was one of them time... eat, did you say? Yes. Yeah, one of them's eat.
0: Eat. A platypus Ooh, is too
1: small
2: more. to
0: ride. Gosh, I'd feel real bad about eating a, a manatee.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's
0: like... They're kind of rare, but... Same
1: with platypus. I feel like a platypus
0: mm. wouldn't taste very good, but... I... Well,
1: you I,
2: know, as far as fashion goes, obviously the zebra would make the coolest jacket.
0: We talked about how the stripes uh, could keep the flies away uh, with with the zebra. Yes. So if you made a jacket out of the zebra, we talked about zebra, you know, suits. Th- yeah, I talked about wanting to get a zebra suit for the summer. So that might seem the obvious answer. However, however, uh, p- Rachel, also talked about the platypus and mentioned that the platypus, like, f- will. Phosphoresce or
3: give off light under uv Uh, that would be pretty cool like a kind of a glowing fur coat sounds kind of cool you're gonna need i think several platypi if that's the plural of this to actually fashion yourself a jacket yes that is true less than you'd
0: need of like a a mink or some other similar animal people have made coats but here's
1: here's a question Um, if we choose to ride the platypus are we shrinking down to ride the platypus or are we creating like a roller skate type situation with a bunch of reins where I'm standing on some platypi and being skated across?
3: Oh my God. I think it's more of like a tiny bite clown situation where you're just going to have to figure out how to make that work. (laughs) All right. All right. I'm sticking with my initial
2: thought, which is eat the platypus. It'll probably be gross, but I'll get through it. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Ride the manatee, which will be super, super cool. Just like <laughs> vroom, 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 going through the water. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out with the manatees and the fly repelling zebra coat.
1: I have the same initial thought, but I think I have to swap the zebra and the platypus. Because I, I feel like the zebra would taste kind of gamey. But it and but it'd be really lean meat and if you cook it right it'd be really tasty.
3: So we're worried about well, the cholesterol like levels it. of these but, animals, is what I'm hearing.
1: But it would be so fun to have <coughs> a inflorescent coat and then you could have like the tail is covered in fur too. So technically it would be like a, a little bit bigger fur and it'd be a lot of, it'd be kind of fun to have a you could make a little hat. hat. I could be Perry the platypus, exactly.
0: Wow, which would be pretty cool. You know, I for mine, I I am also going to go with uh, jacket the platypus, and I'm thinking I'm going to make a hat too, where the bill of the hat is the platypus bill because I think it would I like go it. together really nicely. Um, and also, yeah, the fact that like you know you go to a nightclub. Uh, and all the UV lights, or maybe just the roller rink, I don't know. And the UV lights are on, and you just look really suave. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to switch it up, though. I, I think I'd like to ride a zebra because it seems, I'm sorry, I'm a practical man. It seems like the most practical animal to ride. Eat a you can't ride a platypus. You can't, I'm getting there. You can't really, uh, I mean, ride a, <laughs> can you ride an animal underwater? That seems kind of odd. I don't know. Uh, so I would ride the zebra because I think it would be fun, and you'd look super, super cool doing it. Uh, and then I feel bad about this, but I, I would eat the manatee. It is called the sea cow, and I, I like eating the land cow. So I imagine the sea cow has <laughs> got to be real tasty, you know? Get some steaks, right? I mean. So I'd have some sea cow steak. Uh, maybe uh, maybe it's the new wagyu. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know so we'll get that, and uh, oh, it's, I'm wow. sure it's got lots of fat. You know, probably nice and marbled. Mm-hmm. Marbled up. Yeah, there but it is. Yep. You don't know unless you try. Uh, now, I, feel, I would feel real bad. Uh, everyone, please understand that they're like an endangered species, and I'm not advocating that I would actually do that. Right. But if forced to, um, I, I think um, I, I got to go with the animals in that order. Yeah,
3: I, I like it. I do like I, I do the idea...
2: Of a platypus hat. I'm sort of, you know how they used to have the raccoon caps, like oh, yeah. Daniel yeah. Boone and that stuff. It, it kind of picturing a similar thing with the tail hanging down in the back and the Bill in the oh, front.
3: Huh?
1: That'd be pretty That fun. would be
3: uh, the new fashion trend, platypus hats. That'd be pretty I just cool. think if you tried to jump onto the manatee, it'd be like trying to jump on one of those like logs that people run on in the water. That you just kind of grab a hole and you would just roll around over the other side. I don't know if Mm -hmm. there'd be any stability there. I mean, I'd uh, try
1: to, like, fashion a saddle or, like, get a rope or something around it and just, like, hold on. (laughs) It'd be a lasso.
3: (laughs) A manatee (laughs) saddle.
1: (laughs) You know,
2: nobody talked about wearing uh, a coat made of manatee. I feel like, you know, it might actually be durable if you needed sort of a waterproof leather. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe that's Armer. Brett's answer. Brett, it's the last question. You got to answer. How about you answer it too?
3: Um. Well, having spent a lot of time around the deer fly, I am absolutely jacketing that zebra. Um, <laughs> I, when you all you talked really about it, hate
1: the deer fly.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I I definitely when I learned of that that pattern may be a deterrent in some ways I thought when you whole let's get a zebra suit I thought yes let's get matching zebra suits because <laughs> absolutely um that, I mean that, I'm we should still see if we can make that happen we do I'm intrigued by riding a zebra but you know I've gone horseback riding horses are borderline scary because they're just huge and seemingly mm-hmm. somewhat out of control although I know that that's not the case but um and then as far as the uh eat and or uh ride. Because if I am gonna jacket the zebra, I, I agree with Kirk. The sea cow is probably gonna be the tastiest. Uh there's lots of different cuts there, probably we'd get out of that. Uh, yeah. You're
0: gonna get some like yeah, some probably. jerky out of that. You're gonna be getting some steaks, some ground
3: beef, some sausage. It might be really fatty. I could imagine that though. The boy factor. Yeah. Um so maybe
0: maybe you can make sea bacon.
3: Ooh. That sounds uh, maybe pretty good. Wow. Uh, but so I guess that leaves me I feel horrible a horrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> as you well should. Yeah. I, I guess uh, that leaves more, me trying to ride the manatees. platypus. Um, I don't know what that looks like. You're I'm like worried I'm going to get bit. Try- well, right. But I'm worried as I go to grab a hold of the scruff of its neck for any sort of like, you know, support. It's going to bite me and then I'm going to get that weird venom stuff. And it's just it's not well, going to end in its well. Feet. That's in a little. Spur oh, good. On
1: butt.
3: <laughs> Perfect. Well, then, you know what? Then bite away, I guess. And um, so, yeah, it would. I would say, yeah, jacket the zebra, eat the manatee and ride the platypus.
1: Simply stunning. Amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. <laughs>
0: Well, that was that was question number five. Uh, I hope oh. everybody had fun uh, coming along with us on this journey for uh, our kickoff of season two. We'll be back next week with our regular format of weird, strange uh, nature. Mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. say thank you to Brett for uh, coming out today to ask us weird questions. Yes, thanks, No Pat. way,
3: man. Thank you all, uh, not just for having me a part of this, but just each and every week doing the show. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy listening to it. I look forward to it. Um, I'm super excited for a whole nother year of this, and I would say, yeah, let me come back uh, next year to celebrate the beginning of season three, and I'll have five, we'll, we'll do four questions, but we'll do Eat, Ride, or Jacket again with three other animals, because I just think <laughs> that that's a game that should be played oh, in God. perpetuity, oh. so. Oh my gosh. This is yeah. going to be the beginning awesome. of a long
2: and glorious tradition, I can tell already. Oh Absolutely it is. <laughs>
3: Let's
0: be terrified of what animals you're going to bring to the party. (laughs) Yep.
3: Oh, Oh, thanks so much for coming. This has been a blast. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Have a great night, everybody.
0: Thanks, everyone, for listening to today's show. Be sure to subscribe. New episodes drop every Wednesday, and we love sharing this strange world with all of our listeners. If you would be so kind as to leave us a five-star review, that would be great. It lets other lovers of the strange discover the show.